I want to thank this episode's sponsor, Castellanets LLP, a leading law firm in tax controversy, white-collar criminal defense, and government negotiations with offices in New York City and Washington, D.C. Visit www.kflaw.com. This is the podcast for women who want to create careers and lives they love. I'm your host, Heather Fincher. Welcome to the Powerful Professional Women Podcast. I'm happy to have Caroline Cirolo here today for part two in front of a live audience to share her experience and insight into creating a career and life you love. Caroline is a partner with Castellanets LLP and founder of its Washington, D.C. office and former acting assistant attorney general of the U.S. Department of Justice Tax Division. Caroline is one of the most powerful and successful lawyers in Washington, D.C., and I would add around the globe, a champion for women and an extraordinary person I feel lucky to know. Welcome, Caroline. I'm so grateful to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. And again, congratulations on this amazing venture. I, you know, I just think you walk on water, but this is phenomenal. And I am really looking forward to watching all the episodes. Thank you, Caroline. In our last episode, you shared your story and gave us actionable insights on connections. Thank you. And I really liked what you had to say about opening the circle um, especially that it sparks joy. I love how you said that. It's yeah. so true. And I'm excited to hear more. So let's jump right into our Q&A. Okay. What do you know now that you wish you could tell your younger self when you were starting your career? Okay. So first, I would take advantage. I would tell my younger self, use that downtime. <laughs> because you look back and you think, boy, I had a lot of time. I look back at the pandemic and think, why do not I not speak another language at this point? Like I had two years to learn and I haven't learned yet. So I would have used downtime more effectively. Um, I'm very lucky. I love my life and my friends and my family and everything, but I think I would have used downtime a little bit more effectively. So I would say that. Um, I would try and remember that everything I say and do leaves an impression for better or worse, right? And so you look back and you may have said something that you wish you hadn't said or not that regrets. I understand like we shouldn't carry regrets around, but, um, but I just, I would tell my younger self, be thoughtful, you know, like, even if you want to say something, give it a pause and then think, do I really want to say this? <laughs> Especially in the age of reply all, right? You just need to be careful with that. Um, which leads me to the next thing, which is, um, you know, if you're upset about something, take a walk. Right? I used to do this when I worked in Baltimore. We had this office and it was a circle. And I remember I would be on the phone, frankly, with someone in a tax authority and getting so frustrated. And I would say, you know, uh, let's regroup. Let's, let's end the call here and let's schedule this for a part two when you have the luxury of doing that, right? And, and just walking around and breathing and being like, okay, <laughs> get it out and, and think before you say or do something you don't want to do. Um, and, and of course, if you do or say something or somebody does it to you, forgive them. Um, but also then finally, this is personal. This is not legal. Um, all the stuff I've collected over my life, I would tell my younger self, you don't need that, that extra belt, that extra picture, those chotskis from your travels, leave it there, take a photo and walk away. Because now I'm trying to unpack with the kids out and it's like, oh. <laughs> and there's something about having your space. Like the like if when I have clutter, it, it's like a noise. Yes. I may not really notice, but when I clear it out, there's extra space for creating or, you know, whatever. 
yes, our firm is always striving to go as paperless as possible. And I'm the yes. cause, you know, like, I'm just, like I need to get rid of this. Um, now you mentioned your family. So I'd love to hear how, how personal relationships and family play a part in um, your life as a professional. I know you, so you love, Caroline, I kn- you've said numerous times, like you love your work and you work a I lot do. and you give a lot to people through your career. Um, so tell us a little bit about relationships. and Right. So I was, I was really lucky to have amazing parents. Uh, and fortunately, I still have them and I see them. I saw them last week when we were in New York. Um, and uh, like I said, my father is an extrovert. My mother is more of an introvert. So I got the best of both worlds. Um, but we have a really healthy sense of humor and sometimes a dark sense of humor, like when things go bad or bad news comes, we try and find some glimmer of fun in it just to get through it. And so it has, um, I laugh quickly and often sometimes at the wrong times, but you know, you know, so, um, but so I, I'm grateful for that. And, and I try and make space in my life for those moments with my family that remind me that, you know, the world can be a funny place and that's a great thing. Um, and then look, I've been married for 25 years. We kind of, people know, even at Castellanets and that I, I tend to plant roots, right? I put my bags down, I get to work and I don't go that many places. So, um, I've been married a long time and I have two amazing kids. We, as my husband always says, they're our kids. We have two amazing children. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my daughter is in grad school. My son is in college and, um, they're both out, almost out. Um, and, uh, they're just hysterical. I love them. They're really good people. They're really kind, which is, I, you know, I just, that's one of the best things about our kids. I think that they're just really good, kind people. And I love that. Beautiful. And now expanding a little bit in, into a wider circle, focusing on relationships, like how you, how who's creating a career in life you love, looking at groups of people or certain other people. Now I imagine Caroline, there have been so many people in your life that have made a positive impact on you. And I'm just wondering if you're willing to share just a few examples and from a perspective of what they, what impact they made on you from a perspective of like, what can we take from that potentially and give to other people in our lives? Yeah. So I've already talked about my parents. They are huge. And and my siblings, I have two brothers. And um, I know you asked about how I fit all that in. You just make the time, right? You just find (laughs) ways, phone, emails, stuff like that. But, um, but so I had my family. But in addition to that, um, I would say professionally, the I'm collectively the women in tax controversy, there is this group of women. There's this line in a West Wing episode, these women, look at these women, right? That's that's the tax controversy female bar. And I mean, I can rattle them off. There's, of course, Paula Younghands, Judge Marvel, Nina Olson, Karen Hawkins, Claudia Hill, Miriam Fisher. I mean, just um, Kathy Keneally, you just, you go on and on, Barbara Kaplan, that just, there's so many amazing women, Joan, Joan is on here, Alice Abreu, Julie DeVola, like you just go on and on, on. and so I get a lot of energy from those women, and and they seem to do more, juggle more, manage more, produce more than I could ever hope to in my entire career, and so they are like, the North Star, I just kind of point my ship and I keep moving forward. So I'm just so grateful for that. 
Um, and if I didn't mention anyone, it's only because um, I'm a little nervous today. So, <laughs> but they're just huge. Um, and then a little closer to home, uh, my partners at Castellanos, they rolled the dice on me when I came out of DOJ. I had no clients <laughs> and I had been as a government and um, I had I'd only worked really with my group from Baltimore because I joined that boutique firm and we merged into this other firm. And so that was the only firm that really knew me. And so I'm grateful to them um, for bringing me into the fold, letting me join such an amazing team and frankly putting up with me because I'm quirky and, you know, I have my, <laughs> the way I work and what, what drives me. Um, so I'm grateful to them. Um, and then um, there's so many others, but I want to particularly mention Diana Erbson because she's been like a sister to me um, from the first time we met in the early 90s. Oh my goodness. Hey, sweetie. <laughs> I can see why. So, um, okay. Now I'm a little embarrassed, but okay. So uh, we met in the early 90s when we were clerking on the tax court together. Um, and then Diana went to this amazing firm in New York and then joined DLA, but we stayed in touch. And she was like, she was the kind of person that like everyone wants to be and, and to have that friendship early on and throughout my entire career. Like I knew I could tell Diana anything. Not only would she get me back on the path, she would say, no, no, you're not doing that. You need to look here or no, 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 don't say that. Or if I said it, okay, don't say that again. You know, but she was <laughs> So like she was a cheering section for me. And whenever I had doubt, I could call Diane and be like, okay, we need to walk through this. And she'd be like, okay, step at a time. And and we went to DOJ together and there's no, like people talk about, oh, they had the tax division. There were two heads of the tax. Like it was, there's no way I could have done that job without Diana next to me every step of the way. So um, Diana, Thank you for joining today and for all your notes and post-it notes and calls. I love them. <laughs> that was the right group. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Diana's on mute. <laughs> <laughs> for any listeners, um, Diana just exuberantly replied, and I can only imagine the, the joy that was just in her voice. <laughs> all right. So speaking of, of your peers, we focused a lot on what advice you would have for um, some some of the, um, people who are junior, women who are starting out in their careers. I'd like to invite you to share any insight you may have with professional women who are your peers. What would you tell? What would you advise? What would what kind of things would you what did you encourage or what insight could you share with? Right. So I would say always be grateful for the opportunities that are presented. Because I think sometimes as we get older and we're tired <laughs> and, you know, if somebody invites you to go to lunch or speak on a panel or participate in an organization, take a moment and just be grateful, right? Like that's amazing that somebody wants to be connected to you, wants to spend time with you, doesn't want to run the other way when you walk in the room, like that's a really nice thing. And so you want to be grateful for that and then pay it forward. Um, and if there's something that you want to be involved in, ask. Because I think as we get older, some people will look at us and say, oh my goodness, they've done everything. They don't have time and they're too busy or they never say yes. So sometimes 
we have to walk in at hand, little humble and say, boy, I would, I would really like to do this. Or I would really like to join you there or because they don't, people don't always know. And they, you may not be the first one. And frankly, we're all trying to give everyone opportunities. So no matter what stage of your career you're at, if you want to do something, um, my grandmother used to say all the time, wouldn't you think they'd know this? Wouldn't you think they know that? And I loved her dearly. And the fact is, no, right? You need to express yourself. You need to say what you want. And, and we need to let it go. Like any perceived grievances, like, and, and apologize, not all the time. Don't always apologize because they always tell all of us, don't, don't apologize every time you walk around that drives people crazy. But, but, and you shouldn't do it because you're not like, there's nothing to apologize for. Life is a learning experience, right? But if you feel like you've hurt someone, then apologize. And, and when someone does that to you, accept it and then let it go. Life is too short. Yeah. Like you said earlier, it only affects us if we hold on. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yep. <laughs> I would love to hear, Caroline, yep. being an extraordinarily successful woman, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I know this might be hard, but what would you say are your three keys to success? Okay. Three keys to success. Um, so one, I think I can, working hard. Work, whether you call it a work ethic or a commitment or outwork, outplay, like the survivor mentality, I feel like that is one of my biggest keys is that I love it and I can dig in. And I, if somebody says, I need you for the next 24 hours and we'll sleep later, I'm there. I'm, I'm your partner on that. I can do that. Um, so that's one key. Um, humility, I think. And, and it's not, I mean, there are people that are like, oh, no, all the time they're being self-deprecating. I don't mean to be that way. I'm not talking about self-deprecation. I'm talking about just humility in the sense that we can all be better. We can all learn more. We can all contribute value. And just knowing that when you walk in the room, that's your space that you're in. I think that's important um, to, to know, right? And to just be humble. Like there's this Tim McGraw song, uh, Humble and Kind, which I love. It's like my favorite song. Um, and I love that part of it. Um, and then appreciate. Anytime somebody does something to you, I don't, it doesn't matter if sometimes I'm talking really loud, right? Mariana cannot hear herself think. She will come over with a huge smile and just slowly close my door. I appreciate that. Like that's something I really appreciate because it's kind and it's thoughtful. And it reminds me to say, Diana's always telling me down because I'm alone. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so just be appreciative of everything and just let people know how much you appreciate it. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And for anyone who didn't see, Mariana's on the call and she just put a little heart emoji. So, <laughs> wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing, sharing, yeah. Caroline. Thank you for being on the podcast today. I am personally grateful for all that I've learned from you. Uh, and I want to thank, again, thank our live audience who have been with Caroline and me today for all of your support, positive energy, and smiles. And I'm grateful to each one of our listeners. I hope you leave this episode inspired and empowered. And let's get out there and create careers and lives we love.
I want to thank this episode's sponsor, Castellanos LLP, a leading law firm in tax controversy, white-collar criminal defense, and government negotiations, with offices in New York City and Washington, D.C. Visit www.kflaw.com.